Good morning. The $6.3 million lawsuit against the sheriff and county for wrongful termination has had its first day in court, and possibly its last. For Monday, October 9th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com slash advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com slash advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Former Loudoun Detective Mark McCaffrey got his day in court Friday. Federal District Court Judge Anthony Tranga heard an hour of arguments about why Mr. McCaffrey's $6.3 million wrongful termination lawsuit should be immediately thrown out or immediately upheld. The lawsuit alleges Sheriff Michael Chapman violated Mr. McCaffrey's constitutional right to free speech by not rehiring him to serve in Sheriff Chapman's second term after Mr. McCaffrey supported a different candidate in the 2015 Republican primary. In the past, the court has given elected sheriffs like Sheriff Chapman broad leeway to fire their deputies, including for political reasons. But Mr. McCaffrey's attorney is arguing that an agreement between the sheriff and the Board of Supervisors extended the county's employment protections to Sheriff Chapman's staff and should have protected Mr. McCaffrey. Friday morning, Judge Tranga heard arguments on Sheriff Chapman's motion to dismiss the lawsuit, the county's motion to have the Board of Supervisors and County dismissed as a defendant, and Mr. McCaffrey's motion for partial summary judgment, in which the judge would find enough evidence to rule in the plaintiff's favor without a trial on some parts of the case. Judge Tranga took no action, but said he would issue a ruling quickly. One factor that could play into Judge Tranga's decision, whether Mr. McCaffrey, as a detective, was in a policymaking position. The court precedent that gives the sheriff such broad authority to fire deputies is based in the idea that deputies out on the street effectively make policy with their decisions. Mr. McCaffrey's attorney, Robert Sinkar, argued that is not the case here. In his words, Loudoun County is not Mayberry. He pointed out Loudoun has the largest sheriff's office in the state, with more than 600 employees. Mr. McCaffrey was a deputy, pretty uh, low-ranking in that organization. Judge Tringa questioned Mr. McCaffrey's attorney how his case differs from others in which the sheriff's firing authority has been upheld. Mr. Sinkar said in this case, the county government had a responsibility to provide a backstop to Sheriff Chapman's action because of the cooperative agreement. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Percival Police Chief Cynthia McAllister has been placed on administrative leave. Interim town manager Alex Venegas, who is himself in the job because former town manager Rob Lohr left his job, said Chief McAllister was on administrative leave until this week when she began to use her personal leave. Mr. Venegas declined to comment on the situation except to say that he planned to meet with her next week. He said they have to have some dialogue about some things. For now, Lieutenant Joe Schrock is serving as acting chief. 
Acting Chief Schrock referred questions to Mr. Venegas. So did Mayor Quasi Frazier. Emails to Chief McAllister's town email address got an automated response that says, Chief McAllister is currently out of the office indefinitely. Please forward all correspondence to Acting Chief Joe Schrock. Chief McAllister was hired in May 2015 after a unanimous endorsement by a panel of representatives from town council, the business community, and town residents that conducted interviews for the job. The fire department says discarded smoking materials started a fire early Saturday morning that ripped through a home, killed three family pets, and sent three firefighters to the hospital to get checked out. I think uh, smoking materials is firefighter talk for a cigarette. At 5.15 a.m., fire and rescue crews from Lovettsville, Percival, Hamilton, Luckett's, and Frederick County, Maryland responded to 27 Cooper Run Street in Lovettsville. The family of eight inside had been alerted by neighbors and was safely outside when firefighters arrived. The same could not be said for three family pets inside. Damage to the home was estimated at $525,000. Some safety tips from the National Fire Protection Association. If you smoke, smoke outside. Put cigarettes out in the metal or ceramic containers filled with sand or use deep, wide ashtrays on a sturdy table. Soak cigarette butts and ashes in water to make sure they're out before putting them in the trash. And keep matches and lighters up high out of children's sight and reach. Loudoun Fire and Rescue also offers free home safety surveys and smoke alarms. Visit loudoun.gov slash smoke alarms. And the fickle fall weather this year had Loudoun's winemakers a little bit on edge. At Bluemont Vineyard, the first white grapes were ready for harvest about 10 days behind schedule. That left little time to turn around and begin the harvest for red grapes. Doug Fabioli, winemaker and owner of Fabioli Cellars, said the unseasonably warm conditions over the past couple of weeks had him worried about being able to keep up with the harvest and pick the ripened grapes at just the right time. The challenge then, of course, becomes where to store all these grapes. Mr. Fabioli, who also chairs the Rural Economic Development Council, said thanks to the collaboration between Loudon's wineries, they can all help each other out. If one vineyard has a little extra, another vineyard can say they'll make some room. We have had one spot of luck, no major storms. Luckily for Loudon's wineries, all the hurricanes up to now stayed away from Loudon. And in the midst of the harvest, temperatures finally began to come down. Of course, every year is a different story with wine. What about this year's vintage? Kelly Hinkle, the Agricultural Development Officer for Loudoun's Department of Economic Development, said the grapes will be sweeter, but not as much juice, meaning less wine. She said it'll be an amazing vintage with a limited supply. Mr. Fabioli predicted it'll be a, a B-plus year for Loudoun wines and an especially good year for whites. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, it's the second annual Loudoun Golf and Country Club Charity Tournament, benefiting Loudoun Hunger Relief and Friends of Loudoun Mental Health. It's at Loudoun Golf and Country Club this morning in Percival. And Flower Stock is today at Hope Flower Farm in Waterford, starting at 9 a.m. Go see two days of demonstrations and talks by renowned florists, live music, food trucks, barn dancing, and campfires. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudoun.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Bye.